0: Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode six of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Today's episode is brought to you by tech Site Builder. TechSiteBuilder. Builder is a hosted website builder that allows you to quickly and easily get a clean and professional website up and running for your computer or tech-focused business. Save time and frustration with tech Site Builder. Learn more at TechSiteBuilder.com. And it's also brought to you by the DC Unconvention 2017, the second annual conference for IT business owners. Learn from fellow tech, and business owners get business strategies that work in the real world and discover new tech learn more at unconvention.io On today's episode, we take a virtual trip across the pond to the UK to chat with funnel guru Michael Killen about the best ways to turn your website visitors into customers. What is the single most important thing to do before you even set up your funnel? Why is consistency the key? And what the heck is marketing tofu? All those questions will be answered in the interview. Plus, Paco talks about his newest team member, and I give you a sneak peek behind the scenes at how we're marketing the unconvention. All that and... And so much more coming up right now. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. If you own or work in an IT services business, this is the place to learn how to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can watch, download, and/or subscribe to all episodes at computerbusinessmarketing.com. Also, don't forget to check our live stream on Facebook every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just be sure to like the Tech Site Builder Facebook page, click the following tab, and then the "See First button, so that you the live stream will pop to the top of your Facebook feed. Thanks guys for joining us on another excellent edition of the computer business marketing show. I'm real excited for today's interview. We have an awesome guest on. His name is Mike Killen. You're too kind. He, <laughs> and he is going to, uh, school us on marketing funnels. How you doing, Mike?
1: I'm really good. Thank you very much for having me. How are you guys doing? You okay. We are
0: excellent. We are excellent. Um, this, the show's a lot of fun and we love learning. Um, oh, I've,
1: I've just learned that you do that bit live. Yes. I always thought that that was a bumper.
0: Yeah, cuz you never know, you know, if if something happens or if if you know someone interjects something, I want to yeah. catch it all, so. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure that's live. Happy to be here. Awesome. So, uh before we jump into the interview, I uh, just want to give folks a quick update on what's going on in our world. So, Paco, what have you been up to lately?
2: Uh yes. So, um some exciting news. Um I actually just trained a new member to the team, so I've grown from 5 to 6. Um, so have her doing a lot more of the clerical day-to-day mundane tasks per se. So she's doing a lot of that researching for right now we're trying to find a new graphic designer. So we're on the look for that. And she's also updating some other stuff that we're trying to do for brand awareness for the business. So, um, first day was today. So, so far so good. She's actually still doing stuff and messaging me. So, We'll uh, <laughs> see how that all continues to work. But basically I'm going to do, uh so she's going to work very, very part time Um, one day out of the week, four hours a week. So we're going to just start from there. And as we scale, we'll see how it goes. And is she local to you? Yep. Cool. Yep, yeah. Yep. So that,
0: that I'm jealous about. I, I definitely can't wait until I get to the point where I can hire someone locally and just have someone that, you know, I can shoot stuff out, you know, shoot ideas off of and get in a room together. And, um, and I think that, that-
1: Go ahead. Sorry, yeah, I was thinking. Sorry to interject there, Matthew. I think as well, it shows that there are local people available. I think we're always like, no, Philippines, Thailand. It's like actually, you know, there's some really great local resources available. You know,
0: yeah, yeah. There's something to be said about actually getting in a room with someone and hashing stuff out.
2: Yeah. Yep. So yeah. So I got that going on. Um, As everyone know, I joined the uh, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce um, early last, or no, I'm sorry, early this month. So just did my onboarding meeting today. Um, a lot of great resources. Um, there is a lot of great things that I can take advantage of a lot of certifications and especially with local and state contracts. So depending on how the state budget goes from there, we'll see if I decide to do state contracts uh, for anyone that is not in Illinois. There's a bit of a, uh, uh, budget situation going on in the state of Illinois. So a lot of the uh, contracts are uh, kind of all over the place. So, um. So would that, you have
0: to like bid, bid on those? Is that the kind of thing where you have to bid on it? And- cor- correct. Right. Yeah. And,
2: and the argument is that if you, since a lot, there's not as much competition in that space anymore because of that known, the state is not really paying their bills, <sighs> at least right now. Um, the, the thought is to or what's been seen is that this has happened before. And if they if somebody who bids on a job and sticks it out for the long run, there is a bigger reward in, in the investment, plus the interest and so forth. So I didn't get too much into details as far as what that consists of, but that's available to us cool. um, and a lot of other marketing opportunities with the uh, chamber as well. So it looks to be good. Um, we're going to start exploring some stuff as well. And they have their annual conference in August and I'll be there as well. Yeah, that's a good tip to, to
0: look for, to look locally in your local area for, uh, those kind of events where you can get in on the process of being able to bid on those contracts and, Mm. and get into the state sponsored, um, contracts and that kind of thing, which can be very lucrative if you get in, um, you know, on a good project and then, You're, you're trusted and you're known to, to that group and you can continue getting good work. I know some people who make a good living, especially since I, you know, live around DC, there's a lot of federal, federal contracts and stuff Mm -hmm. here that are up for grabs and, and a lot of people make a good living with that stuff.
2: Yeah. And what's cool is that, you know, now I have somebody that can help me guide me through the process versus going through the process and then hitting any type of red tape or any steps that I may run into as well. So a lot of red um, tape. Yep. So everything's good for there. And then, um, I'll have more for this next week, but tomorrow is, the, is Chicago's uh, Small Business Expo, so I'll be there. I go every year, so I will report back on any details or fun stuff I learned from there.
0: Cool. Can't wait. Uh, awesome. So what's been going on with me? Not too much. Um, I actually just started, uh, and this is kind of cool. Folks who who listen to the show can get kind of a behind-the-scenes look at some of the stuff that we're doing for Tech Site Builder, as well as the Unconvention. And so what I started this week was to do run Facebook ads for the unconvention. What what uh this first round of ads I'm I'm doing is to basically uh as a brand awareness kind of thing for folks who live on the East Coast. So I'm targeting uh people who live in the East Coast of the United States who own uh or who have um interests around computer repair and entrepreneurship in their in their Facebook profiles um and just trying to get them to go to the uncon- unconvention page, learn about it. Uh, and then from there, what I'll end up doing maybe, uh, a few weeks down the road is then start doing a remarketing campaign to everyone who's visited the website, but hasn't pulled the trigger yet. Yep. Because that way I'll know that, you know, people who have visited the website are interested in this kind of thing. And then I can really start to focus in on those folks and, and give them some incentives and case studies and that kind of thing to really, uh, get them over the edge to, to want to come to the, uh, the conference.
2: So I will say that it is working because it's followed me on uh, Facebook and, fo- <laughs> and, and and it also followed me on Instagram as well. So
0: nice. All right, you better be coming then. <laughs> yeah, that hilarious.
2: <is>. That's the <of> plan. Good. <laughs> good, good. All right,
0: so it's working. Um, and then uh, just uh, uh, something I'm going to be doing tomorrow for those of you who are TechSite Builder users is I am going to be recording some tutorials around creating landing pages in TechSite Builder uh which i think is probably one of the most important things you can do now that we've implemented the new page builder functionality is to um create landing pages for any time you create a new ad or any time you um uh have a new offer that you want people to that you're you're funneling people funnel hey there you go get people into your website about uh, you want to build a nice custom landing page for those folks so I'm going to go uh, record some tutorials around that, and that'll be available on the TechSite Builder YouTube page. So even if you're not a TechSite Builder user, you can still get some benefit out of uh, you know, how to construct a landing page for computer repair services. So that's uh, some cool stuff to look forward to in the future. Uh, also just want to uh, mention, uh, as I do every show, what's going on in the Computer business marketing Facebook page. Uh, we've got uh, some good conversations going on over there. Something pretty cool that uh, David Molinar posted was he had a very cool uh, video uh, video ad created on Fiverr, and the video is actually really good quality. Um, the The person on Fiverr has a you know like a green screen background, I guess, so it has his shops. Uh, it, the inside of his shop, um, I guess the reception desk behind him. So it's like he's in the store and then he's kind of like doing that like crazy over the top mattress salesman kind of thing where he's like yelling at you like, Hey, we got a deal. You got to check it out. So it's really, you know, a good way to get people's attention. And we've got a lot of good conversations going ar- around that. Like, is that too much or is it a good way to, to, uh, to get people to click on the video and, and check it out? Uh, but if you want to check that video out join us in the computer business marketing facebook page just search computer business marketing it is a private uh, group so we will just you just need to request entry and we'll uh, let you in there a lot of good stuff there all right and uh, before we get to the feature topic which i am excited to get into just wanted to give a shout out to our first sponsor and that is the DC unconvention 2017 this is the conference for IT business owners. And we're, I'm uh, joining forces with Corey Fruitman of Instant House Call. And we are putting on the DC Unconvention here in Washington, DC. Uh, so I'm really excited to uh, have folks come to my stomping grounds here, get to uh, show you around the city. I get to see all the cool monuments and museums and everything going on. And then you get to spend uh, two days, Saturday and Sunday in an intensive uh, conference, lots of workshops, lots of hands on small group activities. It's not the typical conference that you go to where there's, you know, some quote unquote guru standing at the front of the room, just talking at you for hours on end. This is uh, a conference by computer business owners for computer business owners where we want you to participate. It's the participation that really makes this what it is. So we have um, you know, small groups. We We talk about strategies. And I know last year, a lot of folks came away from the convention with actionable things that they are going to use in their business that they learned from other owners that were there. So really, it's not about telling you how you're supposed to run your business. It's learning from lots of other people who are running businesses and seeing what works for them, seeing what works for you spitballing stuff back and forth and coming away uh, with lots of connections, lots of networking opportunities. It's also great to just know techs in other areas because say you have a, a very um, good client of yours that ends up moving to another city. You want to take care of that client. It'd be nice to know someone in that city that you can refer them to. So this is all the kind of stuff that uh, you get from the Unconvention. So check out the DC Unconvention. You can find that at www.unconvention.io. When you're there, use the coupon code TSB to get $40 off admission to the Unconvention. That is, again, September 16th and 17th this year. Can't wait to see you in DC for the Unconvention. All right, guys. So now the moment uh, we've all been waiting for. We have Michael Killen. As our guest today, he runs a company called Sell Your Service. You can find that at sellyourservice.co.uk. Did yep. I get that right?
1: You did, yes, Vaughn. Okay. Yeah. I was dot like,
0: com. I was afraid I'm gonna do like UK.co or get it. No, mixed no up. And, and dot, dot com, co. com was
1: UK. taken. This is years ago when we re- mm. registered, and it's that typical thing, like they're not doing anything with a site, and I'm like, ah, you know, and yep. we've we've reached out, we've said we'll buy it, but then they don't get back to us. So yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's fine. Does. It's up there now. So <laughs> okay. Um, so
0: why don't you just, uh, before we jump into things, uh, we're going to talk marketing funnels and, and digital marketing in general. Uh, but before we jump into that, why don't you just give folks the, uh, quick kind of bio on yourself, uh, where you came from, how you got to where you are, that sort of thing.
1: Um, okay. So this is the, it is the least entrepreneurial, like smart, sensible startup story in the world. Basically I used to work for a company, um, called Symantec, like a big U.S. data security company. Oh, yeah, we, we know uh, them well. Yeah, and uh, I was let go, um, and I went a bit mental about it. I, I used to run their digital marketing for the U.K. and the Nordics. absolutely loved it, 23, something like that. absolutely loved it, and the job was taken away, and they got rid of something like 10,000 people in the space of three months. It was just like this mass culling, right? Mm. And so I was like, I, I lost a deposit on a house, Which was, I could not get back. I lost a car, credit cards, all this kind of stuff. So, um, what I did is I took my redundancy money and I took my brothers to Las Vegas. So we (laughs) went, we went to Las Vegas and I was like, you know what? If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out, you know, and not remember any of it. (laughs) And basically, uh, came back to the UK and was like, right, I've literally got no money. I've spent the last of it. What am I going to do? And I said, you know what? I just want to build websites for people. That's all I want to do is I'm going to start a small website business. And we just started building. Regular WordPress websites, and bit by bit, I got more interested in in marketing funnels. Ryan Dice's CVO funnel, uh, a lot of Frank Kern stuff, Um, and essentially a um, a course company reached out to us and said, "Hey, would you like to do our funnel?" And I was like, "Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll give that a go." And we basically decided to just then stick to that. And what was funny is a lot of people were approaching me, website businesses, and they were saying, hey, Mike, how is it you're building these funnels? How is it you're getting these clients? Because at the time it was only me, and I was outsourcing to you know, the Philippines and stuff like this in India. And I still have a, a, a couple of guys in India who do outstanding work. And I said, well, all right, well, I'll teach you then, I guess. And so I kind of threw this domain together. It was like sellyourservice.co.uk. And I, had, I think I had three webinars on that, real basic. And I just said, how to build a marketing funnel, how to use MailChimp in your marketing funnel, and, and, so, and like how to, how to turn a website into a marketing funnel. Three real high-level basic things. And they, they, got, they got hammered with with downloads and stuff. And I was like, all right, well, I'm obviously onto something. And so mm. I set up the group. And it kind of just spiraled from there and basically sell your service apart from our agency, MeBox, based in the U S so your service is pretty much what we do full time. And the idea is I, all I want to do, the only thing I want to do is help businesses sell marketing funnels. That's all I want to do. And I think a lot of the time there's a million and one places that'll teach you how to build a marketing funnel. And that's kind of what we do. But the truth is actually, unless you know how to physically put that in front of a client, have a conversation with them, and position it to them as something that they need on top of their website, on top of their marketing website, on top of their membership website, on top of all this stuff. You know How does that work? And what we found is that it's really actually four products, what you actually position in front of them. And we'll, we'll talk a bit about this. Hmm. Is four products that they don't know they're buying a marketing funnel. They think they're buying traffic, email, subscribers, and conversions. That's basically what they think they're buying. But if you put that all together and you look at it from a high level, it's a marketing funnel. And so, yeah, that's what sell your service does. That's we just coach people and we have weekly coaching um, on, you know, how to, how to do this. So yeah, it's good. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's and that is,
0: that, that's that kind of um, is what I like about entrepreneurship is that you Get into something, you learn it in and out, you get good at it, and then yeah. you sell it to other people. You sell yeah. that skill to other people. Yeah. That's really all entrepreneurship is. You, yeah. you learn something or, or maybe more consulting than entrepreneurship. Cause sometimes entrepreneurs start a company. They don't even know how to do anything in it. And then they sell it or something. But <laughs> yeah. it, when you're a consultant, you, you learn something deeply. You learn how to do it and then you sell it to someone else. And that's, you know, what I did with Tech Site Builder. That's what Paco does with computer repair and, and IT services. And and that's kind of what it's all about. So that that's awesome. And and marketing is is and building marketing funnels is just it's kind of fun because you you can get you can tweak things and you 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 see what works and what doesn't and there's psychology involved and and it's all really 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 cool.
1: The reason I think the reason I like it is that we we see pretty immediate benefits to Mm. just setting up. Like you talked earlier, you said there's a landing page. We can see benefits within hours sometimes depending on how quickly the client moves and I go look all of a sudden we've been able to turn on traffic for you all of a sudden you don't have a traffic problem they think they have a traffic problem and all of a sudden they don't and there's this moment where they go huh this actually this could work (laughs) right and I'm like okay well, well let's let's do the next stage and um that's kind of a core part of of what we try to teach is. you're never gonna sell this enormous one-off project just called a marketing funnel. Very rarely do people buy that. They do, however, want. Traffic. They do want email subscribers. They do want leads. They do want customers. They want more revenue. There's all these benefits, you know, and results that a funnel can get. But nine times out of ten, people don't put that in front of them. They put the which is essentially the technology. The marketing funnel is the technology, and right. And that's yeah. And and we
0: run into that problem too as as computer technicians. You know, it's a balancing act when you try to explain something to a client and what they really need versus what they think they want. Yeah, and try to combine those two. Yeah. so, so let's, let's talk about just a marketing funnel in general, then um, uh, let's say, let, let's kind of take a case study. Maybe let's, let's think about the the typical IT consultant has yeah. a website where they're offering services like computer repair, antivirus, um, and they want to uh, get more folks onto their website and calling them or signing up for their uh, newsletter. Um, how can a marketing, what are the components of a marketing funnel and how, how do we start to implement that in our businesses?
1: Yeah. So let's, okay. So let's, let's do it in a way that, because you guys obviously know the audience and you know those customers. What is it that they need more of in their business? As a rule, what is it that they need more of or that they know they want, you know, because we need to pay our taxes, but I don't want to do that. I want, I want customers, you know.
0: Yeah. So I mean, uh, Paco could probably answer this question best, uh, because he's still running a computer repair shop. Um, what, what, what do you need from, I guess, from your website, right? What do you want to get? As a result of people visiting, is that what you're asking?
1: In, in in a kind of higher general, what is it that your business needs at the moment? This is kind of, and this this highlights part of the problem, is that we're sure. really quick to jump on the technology. And actually, what we should be doing is looking at uh, what what do you want within your business. Some people have actually got enough customers; they just want more revenue from those customers. Some mm. people haven't got any new leads coming in, so they need new leads. So I don't know what it is that you know. Gotcha. Computer repair shops need, yeah.
2: So it depends on the model of the, of the computer, of the particular computer repair business. If they are running a shop, they want Mm. more customers in the door. Cool. Um, if it is an IT consulting company, um, they may have two, two things. If they're starting out, they want more clients to be able to service, but over time, they'll probably want fewer clients with bigger revenue, uh, goals, basically, whether it's added services or, them increasing their um, rate, et cetera, to bring Mm -hmm. more in, doing less work, but providing the same quality. So those would probably be the scenarios that I can catch. Um, For anyone else that's listening, feel free to put uh, any uh, questions or any other suggestions on what would a business want in the uh, chat feature there on the live video. But essentially, that's kind of where um, it would be, because with any business, it's going to be three things, right? It's going to be either increase revenue, reduce cost, and expand market share. So it's going to fall in one of those to be, make a happy medium on what they're doing for their business. Sure. No. And I get that. And you know, this is, this is kind of why we asked because
1: uh, like florists, for example, their mm. big problem, we've done funnels for florists, like a fascinating business model of florists, Valentine's day, mother's day, they're hammered. Like to the point where they they can't produce anymore. The rest of the year is pretty steady. So mm. their thing is they want more people to come in once because they know those people will come back Again and again and again. So that that's why we kind of ask this question. So if we say we want more customers through the door, our job, our job is to make people realize that coming through the door will be the most valuable thing they'll do that day. That's all our job is, right? That's how we have to position this. A marketing funnel is just our way of telling people that over and 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 over, right? So if I want more customers through the door, I think it's best to work backwards. I don't want to start with traffic just yet because, I don't know, like LinkedIn might work, Facebook might work, Twitter might work. You know, And there's guys out there who know more more about traffic way more than I do. So working backwards, if we get someone to actually physically come through the door or book a call or something, some kind of pretty big call to action, which in many respects is actually harder than a buy, like getting out your credit card,
2: that's relatively easy, you know? Right. Yeah. Once you you get them in, it's easy. It's the fact of actually leading them in, like exactly like you said, either clicking the contact us form, picking up the phone to call, mm -hmm. uh, or physically walking into the shop.
1: Yeah. And now, so that then relies on us working backwards another stage. We know what we want. We have to know what our customers want. So the guy, so the, the computer repair shops, our computer repair shop, we have to know better than anyone. What the problems are and the main problems, and the thing that I see time and time again is that people go way too broad. They go way too broad with their their customer. Marketing funnels work best when we are really specific about the certain type of way that we can help help people. For example, I don't know what the most common problem your customers have or what the most common problem is that you're you know, I mean your. um so if you run a computer repair shop, the customers come through the door. What, what's what's their biggest problem? Marco, let's use you as kind of a case study. Like, what, what would you say your customer's biggest
0: issue is?
2: Um, the biggest, so essentially their biggest problems is usually three things in the last recent years. Either their machine is infected or some type of ransomware scam. Yep. They're being hounded or they had a uh, illegitimate tech support call posing as Microsoft or Windows calling in and took over their machine. Or third is basically for the IT consulting companies is they'll have businesses that were essentially taken advantage of and got hacked inside their machines because they had some type of email send in with an attachment and they had a breach. Cool. Okay. So
1: what our job then is to make sure that people can know that we solve this problem and the way that we typically structure that is through our online free content. Now, whenever we put that out in front of people, this is the part where they go, "Uh, I I just don't have time or whatever. The reality is, is that you don't have the option. You either make time and you create content to help people, to prove that you help people. Frank Kern has this mad theory where he says, it's you can demonstrate that you can help people by actually helping them. (laughs) And he's like, what a revolutionary <laughs> idea, right? If you put helpful content in front of people, how to deal with ransomware, which is huge. It's uh, only recently there was a, um, uh, the the NHS in the UK. The NHS, you know, they're supposed to be kind of know what they're doing. They were, they, they were done by a ransomware attack. Even police stations here in the UK were yep. done by ransomware, you know. So how to fix that? That's the type of stuff that you should be producing. If you genuinely know what it is that you're talking about, you should be putting that out there, writing that up and being as helpful as you can to the point where you almost feel like, man, I'm, I'm giving away, I'm giving away too much here. Because the reality with a marketing funnel is that each stage, if we go right all the way through from like getting traffic to the website, capturing their email address, email marketing, moving them through to a call to action and then finally a purchase, that whole process, is really us saying at the start, look, here's what you need to do. That's our free content. We give away that. That's what you need to do. When they start talking to us and having a conversation and a dialogue, and maybe there's a small cost, maybe it's an ebook or a course, I don't know, that's how to do it. And then when they're finally talking to us, that's when we say, look, let us do that for you. And what we think is that each time people want to have a new thing like they, they want to learn something new. And it's not actually the case. If, if, if I found you and said, look, I know I've been infected. And it's like the 15 things to do to A, help with the, the infected PC and then prevent it from happening, you know, and repeatedly talk about this, do the same thing over and over again. And then we say, by the way, we can offer, and I know you guys have I just got your landing page things sorted out. So you can say, hey, if you want to download our complete guide to not only protecting, but to fixing it, They're going to take that. And then when they sign up to that with their email address, it's your opportunity to have a conversation and say, Hey, what is it you're struggling with? I happen to know that you're probably struggling with an infected computer because you downloaded our guide. So what is it that I can be helpful with? And then the easier, and then you basically say to them during this conversation that the easiest way for me to help you is for you to come in. And that all through that process, you've been saying the same message, you've been helping them with the same stuff all the way through. And the idea is that by the time they reach you, they have the expectation to go, well, I know Paco can help me because he's been helping me all the way through, all the way through that process, you know?
2: Right. So here's a question for you as far as, because I think for a lot of us that follow a lot of, you know, they, we try to brush up on our marketing and we're open to creating that content. The question, the question becomes what type of content? And how do we ask our clients or how do we survey our clients per se to understand what content is relevant to them and the avenues or mediums for them to take in this content? I guess would be a question for how, how can we find that out? Because obviously, if we don't know where our customers are absorbing it, what can we do to survey our customers or understand where they're consuming this content to help get them even in the funnel?
1: Absolutely. And, 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 and that's, that's a great question because, um, one of the big problems is that people will often start creating it and then a week later they'll kind of get a bit bored and then they won't move on and, and they won't go on. And I believe that's because they don't see results. And the truth mm-hmm. is that I, produ- I basically everyone's like, produce one piece of blog content, written blog content a week and you'll get results. So I was like, right, I'm going to do four pieces of blog content a week. And we have only started to see. Like self-generating perpetual traffic come through, and that's maybe nine months later. All right. So those are the time the kind of timescales, but I can tell you that it's worth it. So if we go backwards, assuming that you are not literally starting f- complete from scratch, okay. Assuming you're not starting literally from scratch, call and email your current customers. <laughs> I, I cannot tell you there's there is. I mean, Matthew's shaking his head, because you know, we we've talked before, Matthew. It, there is no better brain of your customer than your customers. And they want to have these conversations. They really, really do. If you called them up and said, Hey, you know, it's been a while since we've spoken. I just kind of want to know, like, what are the three big problems that you're facing at the moment? What are your three big goals at the moment? And go through that discovery process and just trying to get 15 minutes on the phone with them or sending them an email. I am staggered every time because I panic. I go, I don't know what I'm going to write about or talk about this week, you know. I call myself an expert and I haven't got a goddamn clue what I'm going to be talking about. Sending a few emails out to people, I am staggered by the responses. They will tell me exactly what they want to hear and what they want to talk about.
0: I like doing that um, individually, not like as a mass newsletter or something.
1: Finding my best
0: clients that I love working with, that I know are going to give me good feedback, that enjoy working with me, that are my ideal client. I'd like to work with more of that type of person. And I say, Hey, you know what's going on in your world? Anything I can help you with? Uh, and then they let me know, and then that's what I start putting out there to see if I can get more of like that person.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I, and <laughs> like I said, I can't really say it anymore, any better than you did. If you've got an ideal customer that you want to clone, talk to them and find out what they want to help with. Because chances are those same customers are going to have those same problems,
2: right? right. So that's... Yeah, go ahead. And, and everyone has a favorite customer. I mean, everyone has <laughs> that one, that one or few that they would bend over backwards because either they were there first, they're yeah. the most enjoyable. Like you said, I mean, if that's who you want, you gotta figure out and pick their brain for that. And I know, if I'm just talking, I can picture exactly who it is I would call because yeah. you know this is my very first customer, started from when I first started out. She will do anything to help me out. Same thing with me to her. So, and that's a perfect example.
1: And be honest. And you know, people love that. People love the the concept of you going, look, I'm putting together some new content. I'm putting together some new training. I've got some new stuff coming out. Don't worry about the delivery just yet. We're just thinking about the topics. And and by talking to them and saying, look, we're putting this stuff out uh, soon. What is it that you want to learn about? What is it that I can help with? Like I said, our job. No one is in the IT repair job anymore. No one is in the finance job anymore. Our job is to be as helpful as possible to our chosen audience. That's it. So our marketing funnel should be designed to be as helpful as possible. So on the top end, guess what? Our content is supposed to be as helpful as possible. So that's the topics done, right? And I reckon even now, most people listening to this could probably brainstorm five or six, five or six frequently asked questions or things that keep coming up again and again and again. And if you think... Do you know I'm sick and tired of answering this? Write something about it and then send someone the link. From then on, take the last email you wrote as an answer for that question. That's a blog post. You know? So that's 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 our that's our thing. The the thing to delivery. So do you do written content, do you do videos, do you do webinars? What is it? I actually don't believe that anything can beat written content. Personally, I don't believe anything can can beat it. I think it's easier to repurpose written content into videos than vice versa. I still, I can see myself ranking pages within 24 hours with well-written content and, and making sure that those keywords are targeted, you know? But, and, and this is, I know exactly that where you're going to go with this, Matthew and, and Paco, is the key is consistency. It actually doesn't matter. Really, what it is that you publish it in? Sunny Lenarduzzi, for example, the, the YouTube. For those who don't know, she does how to do YouTube on YouTube. She doesn't really write an enormous amount of content, but she's super, super yeah. consistent. Every few days, she's got new videos coming out. You know, consistency. You know, yeah.
0: And the, and I think that uh, the byproduct of that is you end up having a nice library of content that you can then you know keep keep a well you can keep digging into and pulling out of to. Continue to yep. to keep that that snowball going. Uh, another thing I wanted to mention yep. was some people feel like they they talk about a particular topic, like let's say ransomware, for example. They they publish that one ransomware blog post, and then they're like, "Okay, I'm done with ransomware." The next topic, <laughs> when really <laughs> ransomware, you can you know break it down. You can talk about different cases of it. You can talk about different ways to mitigate it. But keep beating that ransomware horse with different uh, blog posts because, you know, someone might not see that first blog post you wrote, but someone might see the 10th blog post you write about ransomware. And that's what gets them into your business.
1: And I'll tell you something about someone, a company that's written 10 times about ransomware, I'll bet dollars to donuts that that business appears to know more about ransomware than someone who's published one blog post or no blog posts. I mean, it's it's. It, it, there's you talked about the the networking event that you've become a part of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Is that right, Paco? Yep. So if you're the guy who out there, the people go, Do you know, we've got a real problem with like I don't know, slow internet or you know, our computers are really really slow. They're clogged up with all sorts of stuff. If you are the guy who goes, you know, we've got a ton of blog content about this. We've got a ton of resources on how to speed up your computer that all of a sudden you're in a different stratosphere. And it's such an easy thing to do. It's free to do. We even know a computer repair shop down the road and we meet them at a, at a marketing event and they say, you know, Mike, how is it that, you know, you manage to get these customers rolling? And I go, it's because I write consistent content every single day. Uh, we don't publish everything. I make sure that it's a priority to help my audience. And they go, mm, I don't know if you've got time for that. I'm like, you do have time because I walk past your building every day and I see you on Facebook. <laughs> You've got time, like even 45 minutes a day can completely revolutionize the amount of people that have, or- see authority in you from regularly producing content. It doesn't have to be written. It doesn't have to be video, choose whatever's easiest for you, but it has to be
2: consistent and you have to do it regularly. You know? Yeah. You would be a surprise as far as on in our industry that exactly like you said, that run shops, they're super busy, but exactly like you said, when the first post comes up in, in, in a group or somewhere, they're right on it, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's a, it's a running joke with me, with another buddy on my, on another network where it's like, how do you get anything done? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you know? So, um, I can definitely, I can see that. Cool. Yeah. So we,
0: um, so, uh, what, what are some other, the, the, the more important things to focus on? So we're focusing on consistent content that's speaking to, you know, the pain yeah. points of our ideal clients, um, Yeah, what are some other things we need to be focusing on to get this whole kind of system working?
1: Yeah, sure. So the next thing we want to do is typically what's called a lead magnet. We actually call it a light bulb moment at sell your service and a few other places call that call it that as well. Um, the reason basically you want to exchange an email address, their email address for a piece of content, right? This is the equivalent of asking for someone's number at a bar. Okay. We don't want to give away too much, but we also don't want too much. We don't want to, we don't want to say, Hey, will you marry me? Like that's way too much. And that's what a lot of businesses do. They say, give us a call and we'll, you know, essentially they're saying, give us a call so we can sell to you. That's way too much. That's, that's, that's too much. If we want to grow our email list and an email list is vital for every single business, I don't care who you are. The reality is that Uh, businesses that have been running since forever have had a Rolodex of cards of businesses and, and customers. We should be doing the same, but for some reason, because we need an extra field for an email address, some businesses just don't think it's for them. Everyone needs it. Everyone needs it, okay? That is your address. That's your contact information. We want to offer a lead magnet or a light bulb moment in exchange for that email address. Now, that's not anything massive. It doesn't have to be a you know 50-page ebook. It doesn't have to be a webinar. It doesn't have to be anything big. The best thing in the world to do is to take the content that they're on and just think to yourself, what would be really helpful now? So if they've read all of that, what would be really helpful? And usually it's something like a cheat sheet or a checklist. Or a worksheet or or something we've seen recently, which has been doing really, really well is uh, just the headings from the blog post as a checklist and then just the cliff notes, just as a one page PDF download. So we say, Hey, just you download the cliff notes and the checklist. Yeah, especially if
0: it's, you You know, know, a a how to or um, helping. Someone resolve a certain issue that they're having. They they might be on the go on their phone, or they might be you know in in a rush to do something, and they want you know maybe something physical that they can have to print out or take with them that they can then check uh-huh. you know through later on. And that's a perfect opportunity to yep. give that to them in exchange for their email.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and part of the things we we often think that we're, we we tend to kid ourselves thinking that every time someone signs up that they're going to read the the lead magnet from back to front that's not going to happen. Like maybe, maybe 20% of your audience will do that. But the reality is most of them have it because they go, Oh, that scratched that itch. I can read that another time. Most of them probably won't, but but it doesn't really matter too much because you've got their email address. Now in the good old days, that is when I would then say, right, we're going to send these guys 50 sales emails a day. And I'm going to absolutely squeeze this list as hard as I can. Right. And we can't do that anymore, unfortunately, um, because the conversion rates suck on that. If you try to sell at that stage, you're not going to get anywhere. Um, you can position a small book, something around 9 or $19. We typically say as a rule of thumb that immediately after someone signed up, immediately after they've given you their email address, you can put like a splinter product or a tripwire product in front of them. And we want to basically put it in the price range of what would be a price of a cup of coffee. Like if I had to, if if I was going to take you out and get this advice from you for free, essentially, how much would I have to pay for, you know, a cup of coffee? So nine, 19 bucks. And that could be maybe like
0: like a remote tune up or, uh, in our industry, you know, (laughs) consult, a 30 minute phone consultation or
1: something. Absolutely. You know, and it's not, it's not actually, I have to be careful what I say here in my wording. It's not actually the, the product that matters. We're assuming we're going to be helpful. For example, I know some guys give away a little piece of software that helps write email subject lines, which I think is great. Mm. I I bought it. I was like, this is brilliant. What a great idea. It's just a little um, Unity app that I just download, run it. It's a zip file, right? What it's actually done is it's changed me from a lead to a customer. That's actually what it's done. So all of a sudden, the conversation that I have now with these guys is no longer as an email lead. I've got a vested interest. I've put skin in the game. I've, I've, put money into their business. So I want to hear from them, you know? Um, And that's what that does. Having said that, I actually think what's more important, particularly for face-to-face service-based businesses like ours, is to start having a conversation in your email inbox. When someone signs up, don't worry about all of the, the, the automation and stuff just yet. Don't worry about that. You can read up on that later. That's, that's going to come. Email that person from your own email address, your account. Don't automate it and say, Hey, I saw that you downloaded our guide to beating ransomware. You know, is there something you're struggling with at the moment? Can I help you and start having a conversation? Um, that's going to do you way, 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 way better than, than just hammering them with, with emails, you know, just yet, you know,
0: and this works really well, especially, um, for folks out there who are trying to increase their, uh, B2B, uh, the B2B side of their, their business where, um, You know, folks who are looking for IT services for their business are kind of in a research mode when they're looking around the internet. They're looking for companies. Mm -hmm. Um, they're doing their research. They're looking at the content. They're downloading these ebooks or white papers or whatever that you might be offering as, as lead magnets. And, and this is a great way to start that, you know, that journey with them because they don't make decisions like, you know, Like a lot of consumers will say, Oh, my computer's broken. Let me, you know, call the first repair shop that shows up on Google. Whereas with a a funnel really helps you kind of nurture these these business clients who are who are looking to start a relationship with an IT services company.
1: Yeah. So uh, if we assume that this whole process and we execute it right is starting to bring customers through the door, that's kind of the first half of this problem. And the second half you said was about more revenue. So increasing that lifetime value, that's where it comes down to that content that you were producing is not just useful for the, for the top of funnel, what we call TOFU, which I hate the acronym, <laughs> but top yeah. of funnel, right? Um, we can then send that to our current leads and our current customers and say, hey, we've just written this piece on how to protect yourself from infected computers, how to, how to, you know, how to, how to deal with a scam, you know, caller, you know, how to deal with this kind of stuff. And by sending that to our current customers and by seeing the click throughs and the click through rates and all this kind of stuff. And just by, again, just trying to help people, just constantly trying to help people. You are now all of a sudden, not just the guys that they go to when they've got a problem, you're the guys who they go, actually, these guys are really, really helpful and I just want to know kind of what's going on. And there's a big, big shift away from, um, oh, I have to see them. They're a necessary evil all the way, which is the same with website builders. Website builders, most of the time, are considered a necessary evil. They mm-hmm. have to do it. And you'll see the website builders that do well are the ones that position themselves as helpful to their audience. And that's all they want to be is yeah. helpful. You know. Cool. Yeah.
0: Um, great stuff. Uh, we're going to have to wrap up here pretty soon. But before we do, what's... Um, I guess the, at the top of the funnel where you're just trying to get people, you know, I, I always picture like a conveyor belt with people on it that are falling into a, a giant yeah. funnel. And so how do we actually get? Yep. Is it, is, is this <laughs> a dream yeah, that yeah, you had so
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: what are some of the best ways you found to get, get, get those people into the funnel?
1: Yeah. So we live in a world now where we can target absolutely anybody via targeted traffic and adverts, even LinkedIn. They've had a massive revamp of their advertising platform. It used to be hard as hell to, to get any adverts on LinkedIn.
0: Yeah. Someone just asked in the computer business marketing group, actually. Um, you know, how, how is LinkedIn working these days? Cause it used to be really bad. Um, but I've noticed they've been changing a lot of stuff behind the scenes and, and their, their ad platform might be uh, improving these days.
1: Yeah. And, and the concept is basically who can we target? Uh, we, th- we thought about that perfect clone mm-hmm. customer now. Think about those demographics. Think about where they are. Think about what they're interested in. Again, here's a crazy idea. Actually ask them what kind of Facebook groups you're interested in and what are you interested in on Facebook and LinkedIn? Find those people and you can plug into almost all of them now. Everything from fa- Facebook owns Instagram. So Instagram's covered in that. We can now just decide a target audience. And I can target down to someone if I go, well, I know they like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So that's who I'm going to target. That's the level mm. of granularity we can get down to now. And we want to take people through. And it's we're going to think that we want to send them through to a sales page. And we don't. We want to send them through to our helpful, useful content. And we can do that on Facebook. We can do that on Twitter. We can do that on LinkedIn. We can do that on uh, Bing as well. We've actually had pretty good mm. results on yep. Bing, uh, Google Ads and AdWords. Um, remarketing basically is when we take our current traffic to the website and we put adverts in front of people who have only been on our website. So that's a fantastic conversion piece there to say, let's say we get 10 people to our, to our blog posts out of a hundred. We can then say to those 10 people, well, actually, what you want to read or do or see is next is is this piece here. So it's much more specific because you know they've been to your website. You can get very, very clever yeah. with that. And again, all of the platforms offer that. All of the platforms mm. offer that. And um, we've had results from as low as ten dollars a day. Nice. You know,
0: cool. Yeah, it doesn't. You don't have to throw lots of money at it. You just have to be smart about it. No, you know? no, 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 no. Think about yeah. what the what what type of people you want to be targeting, and then go where
1: they are and get them in there. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Get them <Yeah>. in there. Now, <laughs> and there's tons, and and um, as well, we find writing regular blog content and and producing regular consistent content, Google loves that, and you'd be surprised how quickly you rank. Yep. You know, nice. Um, you'd be really surprised. You know,
0: cool. G- great stuff. A lot of lot of good tips to to take back, guys. I know a lot of folks who who are listening uh, out there in the in the tech world um, are are confused about funnels, or scared of funnels, or aren't sure. Uh, how to implement them or what they 're supposed to do, so I think just kind of picking one piece of the funnel, like for example, the consistent yeah. content and just starting with that getting getting that down to a process that you just do and then you can start to uh, figure out you know what is your lead magnet going to be, and then you can start you know getting people into your newsletter using the lead magnet and then thinking about like you said the the tripwire product or that very low level product that you sell to them first. Um, and then mm-hmm. you can then turn on the spigot at the top and, and use ads, uh, you know, in Google or Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever. Yep. Um, and just one piece at a time, put it all together and get it yes, working.
2: absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly, and exactly like Mike said, I mean, the word funnel is going to scare a lot of people because they think it's this big thing that yeah. it's a set or whatever. I mean, he really explained it, that there's several components, which is traffic, email support and other items to this, what is all pretty much when it all comes down to it is a funnel. So it's mm-hmm. probably some of this. we probably already have been working on some of these pieces already, It's just a matter of just putting them all together and making what is now called a funnel.
0: There you go. Awesome. So, uh, Mike, Hey, if, if folks want to reach out to you, if they had any questions or want to see what you're up to, uh, where's the best place to reach you? Uh,
1: the best place is, uh, on probably on Twitter uh, at Mike underscore killen. Uh, that's, that's, probably the best place. But, um, we're, like I said, we've got regular blog content at Practice your service.co.uk, uh, exactly three or four times a week. Yeah. You have to, you know, physician heal thyself kind of thing. So, (laughs) um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, you know, and and I'll believe me, I'll get in contact with you. If you've been on the site, I'll do my best to get in contact with you. You know? Awesome.
0: Um, and then just one final question, who do you think we should interview next here on the computer business marketing show?
1: (laughs) That's a, that's a really good question. I think the person that you should interview next, there's a, there's a, a guy called, there's a sales guy called Sean Mize, who's my sales um, coach, and he is, basically he's sales for people who aren't sales. Like the way that he breaks things down. Um, I'm a massive, massive fan of, you know, he understands that all we're trying to do is have a conversation. So yeah. M I Z E Sean Mize. Okay. Um, he's, he's my sales mentor. I, I, whatever he, he's one of those guys that whatever he puts in front of me, I'm like, I'll buy. Like I'm i I'm a white whale for this guy. I, I will <laughs> consume whatever he puts in front of me. Cause he's just, he just makes things very, very simple. You know, I love that kind of endorsement. So we'll, we'll check out
0: uh, Sean Mice and, and try to get him on the show. Thanks again, Mike for, for hanging out with us. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, we might have you back on again uh, later, you know, down the road to dig into, cause I, I mean, I know you know so much about each one of these parts of the funnel and we can dig into each aspect and, and really get, granular with it. This is kind of a big overview of of the entire process. Yeah, I'd love that. So awesome, man. Thanks. Appreciate it.
1: No, thank you very much for having me, guys. Yeah, I like what you're doing here.
0: Cool, cool. All right, guys.
1: Uh, So what
0: we're going to do is before we're going to have our marketing tip of the week, but before that, shout out to our second sponsor. That is, of course, TechSite Builder. TechSite Builder is the platform where you can uh, build an effective website for your computer business. So we're talking about funnels this episode. Tech Site Builder gives you all the tools you need to build your own marketing funnel. On your website, we allow you to uh, have uh, capture leads into your favorite email provider, whether that's you know Mailchimp or ActiveCampaign or GetResponse or any of the numerous dozens of email providers that are out there. Uh, you can connect that onto a form on your website. You can create landing pages using our page builder. It makes it really easy to have a, a very effective landing page. We put out tutorial videos all the time. I'm going to do some, like I said, later this week that are going to walk you through setting up, uh, that, uh, landing page. And really that's what TechSite Builder is all about. It's a DIY platform. So it's not someplace where you spend thousands of dollars to have, you know, a big marketing agency put something together for you that might not work. And then you're out a thousand dollars and you don't know what you did. This TechSite Builder is DIY. So we give you the tools for you then to, put together what you know to be the best website for your clients. We don't know what your clients are. We don't know their behavior. We don't know what they want to see. We don't know anything. So we give you the tools to put that together, and then we help you along the way. So we have concierge services that help you you know, write blog posts or help you put together your site's SEO. Um, All of that stuff we can help you with, or you can just do it all yourself for one low monthly payment. So check that out at techsitebuilder.com. All right, guys, uh, let's jump into the marketing tip of the week. So our tip is kind of harkens back to the the funnel chat that we had uh, around that consistent blog content. And we wanted to talk about uh, repurposing your content. So... Um, the Paco, were you ever able to find that article that you were thinking of?
2: It was in the, um, well, I can't think of the actual term, which is in the audio podcast I heard, and mm-hmm. I can't listen to it right now. So. <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> well, what was the gist of, of the, uh, the concept? So,
2: so the gist of it was it, there's a particular workflow in this term that there's an actual workflow that's designed to where you can re- repurpose your content without it looking spammy. So essentially, um, there's a way to either rewrite it or putting in new information as you rewrite the content, or if it's something that's uh, really, really old and it still has relevance and that situation occurred again, rather than rewriting it for that particular instance, you can go ahead and re-post uh, that particular blog content on any like other avenues, such as social media, so forth and so on.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of... Um bringing up old content and sharing it again cuz normally what you'll do is you'll write a blog post and then you'll share it on social media and then you'll go on to the next blog post or whatever and share it but i like having that going back through your old blog posts and resharing them again on social media cuz chances are most people didn't see the first one yeah. and you know they're they they're it's going to take a while before they see that content. And who knows, there, there might be that one person that really needs that advice or that help or that content. And you want to make sure that you're putting it out there enough so that they're going to see it and it's going to help them.
1: It's an interesting, just to jump in on that as well. We recently have tried to convince people that if they spend X amount of time writing or creating content, they need to spend four to five times that amount of effort and time getting it out there. Like it's no good just having like this static thing. You have to promote it and push it out there and that might yeah. mean you know going back through three four months worth of stuff a year's worth of stuff you know and continue to post that out there so yeah i'm on board with that
0: yeah definitely and then and then we get to the repurposing which is taking that blog post you wrote and then making a video out of it or making a instagram image yep. that you can share out of it a meme or a uh what is it a uh the there's
1: infographics
0: or infographic yeah. that's the word i was looking for yep infographics so there's lots of ways you can repurpose that content what we'll do is we'll we'll track down that uh, that uh podcast episode that paco um ha- where they talked about that uh system um and we'll put that in the show notes so check out the show notes um as always you can check the show notes at computerbusinessmarketing.com all right, cool, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Let's keep the conversation going. Please head over to ComputerBusinessMarketing.com. Let us know what you think by heading to the comments of this show. This is episode six. Uh, let us know what you think. If you have any questions about uh, funnels or marketing in general, that's the place to, to ask them or just to say, hey, great show. We'd love to hear from you. Also, uh, just like uh, Scott Miller did in the uh, Facebook chat, he said, great show, guys. So we appreciate that. Um, Also, don't forget, you can send questions and feedback too. We're still working on getting the email for computer business marketing. (laughs) So now, for now, just send questions and feedback to mail at techsitebuilder.com. Or again, you can just hit us up on the Facebook group, the Facebook page social media anywhere we are and ask the questions
2: Yep, and if you listen to the podcast on iTunes Stitcher or YouTube which are some of the newer platforms that we're advertising the show be sure to give us a shout out and leave a review we love to hear your feedback and every comment helps so that the podcast can be found by others
0: finally don't forget to check out our sponsors Tech Site Builder, and the DC Unconvention 2017 thanks for checking out the computer business marketing show my name is Matthew Rodella
2: and this is Paco LeBron
0: saying here's to your success